Welcome into Red Zone Radio. Just a reminder, you can listen to Red Zone Radio on the Higher Radio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get right into it. All right, so the Celtics eliminated the 76ers. And so Joel Embiid has still not made it out of the second round in his career. And there's a lot of players who haven't. But this is something that I've talked about for a long time on this podcast and something that really bothers me is the inconsistent coverage by the media and how they choose players that they like and players that they don't like. All I've seen for the past six months is people criticizing Trey Young, Jason Tatum, saying it's time for the Celtics to reboot. And it's like, do we understand the fact that Trey Young made it to a Eastern Conference Finals getting past Joel Embiid? And do we understand the fact that now Jason Tatum in his career owns the 76ers, and after making it to the finals last year, he's back in the Eastern Conference Finals this year, probably the NBA Finals, if he can beat the 8th seed in the Miami Heat. And I'm not advocating that either one of those players are better than Joel Embiid, but people in the media sit there and celebrate Joel Embiid, and he won the MVP, and rightfully so. He hasn't gotten out of the second round in his career. And... I understand that it is more than a one-person thing, but it's not like Trey Young was playing with All-Stars. And you may be like, what about the Celtics? Everybody in the media said how they need to they need to rebuild this team after they made it to the finals a year ago, and now they're back in the Eastern Conference Finals. Everybody criticizes those two players more than a lot of other players, and I'm not, I'm also not, Pushing the idea that Joel Embiid is a bad player or whatever. He's a good player. He's great. He deserved to win the MVP. I agree with all of that. But this is just one of those things that bothers me when I see it. Because everybody wants to talk about how great he is. And he is great. And he's phenomenal. But they avoid that fact. But when it comes to Jason Tatum and Trey Young, everybody wants to push that down your throat. And there's the narrative that they can't win and you can't win with those guys. And the fact of the matter is they have done it more so than their MVP. And again, I understand Joel Embiid was not playing with a great team. This loss was not on him yesterday. I'm not saying any of that. All I'm saying is this is one another example in which the media picks and chooses how they want to cover players. And... I, it just really it just really bothers me when I see that. All right, let's move on to another player in John Morant, who is reportedly suspended, could be suspended, some reports say, for more than half of the NBA season. I don't want to talk about what he did because it's none of my business. And it's his personal life. And it's not my place to say or judge him on that. I just want to talk about the basketball side of this. The Memphis Grizzlies, who were really talented this year, got eliminated in the first round. And they had a similar issue, not not the same thing. It's absolutely not the same thing. But they had off-court issues in a way with Dylan Brooks. It was more so what he was saying to the media, and I talked about that, but it wasn't, 
it wasn't this, but it, it was some off-court uh, issues going on. And so here's the thing. This is why I talk about every couple of weeks why culture trumps talent. The Memphis Grizzlies were talented beyond belief. John Morant can jump higher than anybody in the league. He can dunk over anybody, including LeBron. You saw it in the series. Dylan Brooks was a really good defender. Bain can shoot the three ball extremely well. He can defend really well. They should have made a farther run in the playoffs. Now, to some extent, they ran into a buzzsaw in the Lakers, but they should have made a farther run. There's a reason why they didn't. Because Memphis, a rebuilding franchise, has yet to establish its culture. Miami, who is far less talented than Memphis, like, they don't even have, outside of Jimmy Butler, in my opinion, they don't have a player on their starting five that sniffs a starting role on the Memphis Grizzlies. And they got good players, that's not a criticism, but the Memphis Grizzlies are just really, really talented and really, really good. But there's a reason why Miami is comfortably in the Eastern Conference Finals and Memphis has been in the offseason now for a couple of weeks because culture beats talent. And the Miami Heat, who are an eight seed, are still in the playoffs comfortably. Now, obviously, championship teams are when you have really good talent, really good culture, and you combine them. And that's why teams like the Lakers and the Warriors are consistently championship teams. But nonetheless, the first thing you have to establish over the th- before just throwing a bunch of talent together is your culture, and Memphis didn't do that. And so I think Memphis this offseason more than anything has got to start focusing on that side of it. Not just what piece do they need physically, what piece do they need in terms of leadership and stability in the franchise. And that will take them farther than throwing a bunch of guys together that you don't know if they're going to work. All right, let's shift to the NFL because some of the, not some of, all of the NFL schedule was released. And people are talking about it. And there certainly are ways in which your schedule can be set up in which it can make or break you. But in my opinion, if you're a championship-level team, you already had the opponents, the order in which you play them. It matters. It shouldn't break you. And so people are talking about the Jets and what terrible scheduling break they got. And my thought is... Well, you have Aaron Rodgers. Of course, they're going to put you on a bunch of big-time, prime-time games. And I don't understand why that was a surprise. And it wasn't a surprise. Jess Prince just didn't like it. I didn't understand what you expected the league to do. Of course, when you have Aaron Rodgers, they're going to showcase those games. But the other thing I want to talk about with the Jets is people are talking about if this Jets team how reminiscent it feels of the Denver Broncos. And one of the things I would like to point out that I think differs tremendously is that when the Broncos got Russell Wilson, even though Russell Wilson is talented, he has to play in a unique system because of his unique skill set and his unique way that he plays the game. 
And that's a system that Denver in year one did not have. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is much more of a plug-and-play quarterback. I think his knowledge of the game, his skill set, his size, and being more of a prototypical quarterback, I think it fits, and you don't need a unique system for him. Also, the Jets have a lot more talent, in my opinion, than the Broncos did year one with Russell Wilson. Garrett Wilson brought—they also brought over Alan Lazard so that he's more familiar with some of the players on the team. Randall Cobb. They they are they added in more weapons that Aaron is familiar with on top of weapons that they had that were already elite. Their defense is elite. The Broncos' defense we thought was going to be elite, but there were some holes in it. The Jets have Sauce Gardner and a lot of great players on the defensive side of the ball. They also have Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall in a good offensive line. And I think what this is really going to boil down to in order for them to be successful is how well Aaron can quickly adapt to the offense. My bet is he's going to do it better than Russell Wilson. Not because Russell Wilson doesn't understand the game, but just because Russell Wilson had to play a unique offense for years and he still does just because of his play style. His playing style is great, but it's unique. Aaron, being more of the prototypical quarterback, can adapt faster in another system. I think he will. I think the Jets are going to be great under Aaron Rodgers. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this quick episode of Reds and Rail. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back to recap the conference finals and more. So please uh, keep checking. I will post about those as well. But thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, and I will see you next time on Red Zone Radio.